0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong. So glad you're here. This is episode 220. I hope you're having a fabulous week. Uh, this, I am. It's, things are going so well. I am so excited to be out in the world in my local area, meeting people, hearing their stories, um, understanding better. Uh, what is holding them back from achieving the health of their dreams? And what I realized is, I've been giving in-person talks, and just there's not there's so much demand. I can't give them fast enough. Or and you know the thing is, is so many people that come to these talks are suffering in some way, and whatever the ailment is, or what how it is, the point is they're suffering. Their lives aren't. Um, their health is not where they want it to be and that their in effect affects their lives. And so what I realized is that my own health journey and my own health experience, uh, I can so identify with them because I know what it's like to not feel good. And I know what it's like to have health ailments affecting you every single day. So you're not living your life hundred percent, not living at that level 10 or whatever that is for you. And and I, I oh its just it's such great work I love what I'm doing I love meeting these people some of them make their way into my programs and we get to work on an a, a even deeper level where I can actually help them reach their goals others aren't quite there yet and that's fine uh, the point is is it's just you know it, this makes me realize um, how important health is and without it how we're not able to often do the things that we love to do and be with the people we love to be with and fulfill our dreams. And, you know, health is so important. So anyway, what are we talking about today? We are talking about procrastination. (laughs) And with this in mind, I see this a lot. People want an outcome really desperately. They want it. They understand it logically. They get it emotionally. They feel it. But when it comes down to actually taking action, they stop. They get stopped. And this procrastination, um, I believe, is is comes up in so many ways. But it's the fear of failing, the fear of investing um, in yourself, both time and money, and not getting to that goal because you've been disappointed before. Uh, maybe it is, you know, just you don't have time we're too too busy doing other things so really what time when you don't have time what that means to me is you it's not a priority yet you're not quite suffering enough you're not miserable enough it's whatever's going on with your health isn't impacting your life enough to truly make it a priority and and when it does become that priority nothing stands in your way nothing stands in your way and so this is what I see, um, one of the people that have the best success, they're at that point, finally, they're ready to take it on. And it's like, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to achieve this. And yeah, there's going to be bumps. There's going to be barriers. There's going to be challenges, but the, the moving force is so great. They, they overcome those, but this idea of procrastination happens in so many areas of our lives and. What I see the result of it, the result of procrastination is, is stress. It contributes a whole bunch of stress to our lives that we just don't need. And we know, I mean, I do talks on stress all the time and everyone raises their hand. When I say, who here feels stress? And I would say 95% of the time, everybody in the room raises their hand. We live in a stressful world and Yet, we do very little to manage our stress. We do very little to build our bodies up to, you know, really filter and um, handle the stress that we feel. And sadly, we actually impose some of this stress onto ourselves by procrastinating. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. And so... It's, you know, what is procrastination? It's really this idea that it's an an act act or inaction uh, of postponing. We postpone decisions. We postpone our actions. And that, in a nutshell, is what it is. So let me give you an example. When I was in grad school, uh, you know, we had a lot of work to do, a lot of papers to write, a lot of research to read and you would get the assignment you knew you had a paper coming up at the end you would sign up for a date of when you had to present in the class that day you had to do all the research um, study all the research present it to the class teach it to the class you'd sign up for it you'd choose a topic sign up for it yet so often you would I or me I should say me I would procrastinate on it I'd get started, and then it's like, oh, that's not good enough. And then I was like, well, I really need to read more on this before I start actually putting together my presentation. Don't feel quite ready yet. And and then it would, and then you'd be getting bombarded with other assignments. So then you are putting out fires, getting those done, and so that's always looming out there. This one big project you have to do. Yet we don't just dive in and to do it until we literally. Have very little time to get it done. So, underlying all of this is that you know it's due, you have all these other things to do. And so, what does that do? It builds. It's almost like this pressure underneath that's building into this volcano of knowing you have to get it done. That's creating stress and stress that goes on for months. Okay. And so, and that's just one example if you have that happen with many other activities that's going on in your life, that's where you get chronic stress. That's where you get chronic stress. And that's when I think it starts, chronic stress is what really affects your health. And so we know that, you know, this this chronic stress is not a, a good thing for health. And so when you think about the link between it to between the two, you know, I just think it having that, go on, it really makes it difficult. Having that stress out there, this procrastination that leads to the stress out there makes it difficult for you to focus on other things, focus on your work and focus on, you know, your life, focus on other priorities that you might have for yourself. And what it makes us do is we um, buffer Okay, we buffer. We don't wanna do those tasks because they seem insurmountable. We haven't broken down the goal into small, easy steps. And so you do other stuff like scroll social media, read more research to get ready, uh, You know, whatever it might be for you, watch television. A lot of those activities, I think, are ways of procrastinating, but you feel like you're doing something. I fall into this a lot with when I'm putting together a podcast of choosing a topic and then researching it so much that I just need to sit down and do the podcast. I know the information. Okay. (laughs) I do. I studied this for years. I work with people all the time. I see it happen. But yet I just feel like, oh, I just need to, you know, say the right thing and do the right thing. And, And yet it stops me. And that's procrastination and it leads to stress it really does. And so, and it becomes this really, this cycle that you start seeing happening. So just know that, you know, sometimes procrastination is associated with other, um, issues. Uh, it might lead to actually worse performance in certain, in certain, you know, work environments or school environments, uh, maybe more, um, financial stress is added to it because you're not handling it. Maybe you're, your relationships because you don't handle the stress well, you're procrastinating, so you causes stress, all those things, right? Definitely I see it in, in health is this sense of well-being is affected. And most often is you don't get good sleep. And and so it really starts breaking down your mental and physical health. So I want you to keep that in mind. And just know that when that's getting broken down, that's when you start getting sick. Okay, that's, what I, that's, that's why I want to talk about this. So how do we reduce it? Um, I think there's some techniques you can use. And I mean, the one that comes up is just do it. Just do the thing already, right? But it's, it's more involved than that. And I think sometimes when you start looking at what's going on with you, and I've had to do this myself personally, is you know when you think about the things you have to do, And, and you start understanding what you have that stressful thought. I get a feeling, and I'm curious to find you to ask yourself, where does it show up in your, in your body? When you start tuning in with, with that, you'll start going, oh, I'm starting to feel kind of a, um, a weird sensation in my stomach area. Okay. Some people have a racing heart. Other people can get kind of jittery, kind of jumpy. Uh, and so it really starts showing up differently for you and so when you start feeling that how do you react uh you know when you have that thought and you know does this thought bring peace or stress to me it's when i start feeling i'm like okay i'm starting to feel more stress and i get a little panic i feel like okay I'm, i'm starting to feel this way and i start reacting instead of of acting there's a difference taking action and then reacting okay So I want you to think about some of, you know, how you're feeling about it. And, and then how does it play out? So what are the emotions around this procrastination, which, and also the stress, you could, you could divide them up. Let's, let's divide them up. Let's think about procrastination. Um, often you don't even realize you're procrastinating. You're like, I'm just too busy. It's like, really? Or are you just putting it off? This is where you need to be really honest with yourself. Really? Or are you just putting off and making excuses, finding other stuff to do to stay busy so you don't have to actually do the thing? That's what I really want you to think about. And, and then when you really have to get down to it and like, okay, maybe I'm procrastinating. Do you have judgment about that? Or do you recognize, okay, it's human nature. I recognize I'm doing it. What am I going to do about that? Or do you kind of say, okay, I'm bad because I do that or whatever. I just want you to kind of start playing with these thoughts a little bit. And so, you know, some of the things I have found useful, uh, with my procrastination (laughs) and, 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 and how do I reduce the stress level caused by procrastination is I start to break the work into smaller and manageable steps. So after that first uh, semester of grad school, and there was so much going on, I was an an older student coming back into the the learning um, academia, you know, world. And so there's a lot of self-doubt about, can I even learn again? Can I actually cut it? Uh, How do I interact with all these younger people? I'm so much older. I had to kind of manage all that first. And then by second semester, I'm like, okay. You know, I just need to break this up into smaller, um, manageable steps, and so that's the first thing. Um, you know, take that big project that feels overwhelming, um, and start breaking it down. It's like, okay, I'm going to start week one. I'm going to get my week, uh, uh, you know, uh, give myself a week, and I schedule the time to sit down and do the research. Start gathering the research. Start, you know, fine tuning the direction I wanted it to go. I do this with my podcasts now. It's like I have so much information. I have to narrow it down to make it into you know, smaller increments to really give you the high points that I want you to walk away with. I do this in my programs with clients They come in because I know all this information can be overwhelming. We're overloaded with knowledge. What we need to do is take action. So let's break it down into step by step. And it's so helpful for them to say, okay, this week we're going to be reading labels and we're searching for additional sugars and how they're showing up. Oh, there's sugar in spaghetti sauce. Oh, there's sugar in peanut butter. Oh, there's sugar, you know, whatever it is. And then saying, okay, what am I going to do with that information? Am I going to find another product? Or you start giving them manageable tasks, okay, that are going to build up into a bigger goal. That's, that's the first thing. And then start with a tiny step. There's no step too small. Okay, it's because if you're taking a step into a positive direction, it's more than you did yesterday. This is so true with exercise as well. It's like, what have you been doing up to this point? Coming home, watching TV, sitting on the couch. Okay, and you're like, well, I know I, you know, you go out and like, I don't have the energy to run a mile. Okay, who said you had to run a mile? Just put on your shoes and walk around the block. That's more than you did yesterday. Maybe you just put on your shoes and you decide you're going to do 20 squats in the house watching commercials. That's more than you did yesterday. You see my point? Okay, so the next one is give your permission, yourself permission to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Um, and, you know, you know accept that your work isn't going to be perfect. Uh, I had to accept that in doing podcasts. Oh my gosh. I had someone just recently tell me, well, I hadn't listened to one of your podcasts for a long time. And I listened, you know, to the earlier ones, definitely lost interest because they weren't very good. And, and I'm improving. And I thank you for that feedback. (laughs) I really do. I thank you for that feedback because it is hard to not be perfect at something. It is hard to see our mistakes. Yet as I'm working with people and getting better at my craft, getting better at helping them get their 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 lives back and helping them reach their goals, um, I accept that I wasn't great at first, and I am getting better and and that's that's all I can ask for. I want to be improving a little bit each day, and so allowing yourself to make mistakes and showing yourself grace with that is really huge. This happens all the time with changing your diets. You're gonna you're gonna do you know. One day is going to look great. The next day, maybe not so great. It's okay. What do you do after that that matters? Are you going to be back on track trying to be better? That's what we ask for, right? So another one is figure out what you're afraid of and address it. Address those fears. Uh, If you realize you're afraid, and this was me, of getting negative feedback from someone Um, And when you're in the public arena, when you're running ads on Facebook, and you're having people come to events publicly, and they can go back and give a review or talk about you, it's very, very public. And you can often get really afraid of that negative feedback. And what I have to realize is I have to really consider the source. And realize that this person's never worked with me. Maybe we missed the mark on on meeting their needs in the talk. Maybe we missed the mark on not getting them to the talk or having them understand what was you know what was going to happen or or maybe I missed the mark somewhere. I, I own that and I can be better, but I also know that I work from a passion and a purpose that is so great that drives me that. I really just keep going forward. The negative feedback, I listen to it, but I don't internalize it. Can I learn from it? I'll take from the parts that I can learn from it. Um, I had a, a woman one time come to a talk and she she called me out on the fact that um, in my, my presentation, it wasn't representative um, of the population as far as um, diversity goes. And I, I told her, I go, you know, you're actually right. I could do better on that. I can certainly do better on that. And so I really appreciated the feedback. Could I have been defensive? Of course I could have been. But I really took from her perspective: if she wanted to see more people like her that were succeeding and and doing this, and this and that, that this was a good place for her, um, and that I welcomed. Diversity and I do. And so I, I really realized that what, what I was showing was not showing truly who I am as a person. And, and I really appreciated the feedback. So, you know, I do take it in, but I also don't let it stop me um, and, and really let myself realize that can I learn from it? Or is this person just um, wanting to be a negative person? And, and what I know is that hurt people hurt people. So I always know that people are struggling with their health and they don't want to be. And yet, um, and sometimes they're not ready to, to hold the mirror up and realize that they need to take action and be proactive. And that's what I ask my clients to do that. I can be on your team, but you have to do the work. I can help you. I can help you get there, but you have to own it and do the work. And some people aren't there yet. So this idea of being fearless isn't that you're not fearful. It means that you're fearful. You have fears, but you do it anyway. But you still do it anyway. And that'll help you overcome overcome your procrastination a lot. Um, Prepare for future contingencies. Just realize that there are going to be distractions that are going to tempt you to procrastinate. Uh, and, And how are you going to deal with them? How are you going to deal with them? you know, definitely set some boundaries up around that. If you your habit is to scroll through Facebook and, you know, that's how you relax in the, the evening, set up some parameters around that. Okay, I can do that after I do X, Y, Z, or I can do that for 10 minutes and then I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Set up some parameters around it. Um, switch between tasks. That's a big one. If you're stuck on a task and you, you, you're kind of stuck, then definitely concentrate um, on you know, what you can do to get you moving forward, maybe do something smaller, and then you go back to what you were trying to do. Um, Just really realize that you might have to mix it up. Maybe it's not linear. Maybe it's sort of a zigzag of how you get to your goal. Um, I think definitely um, getting enough rest. It's really hard to focus on tasks, especially ones that we don't know how to tackle. And that's why we procrastinate uh, when you're not rested. And so definitely um, take care of yourself and develop some self-care strategies so that you're not completely depleted. Uh, And that's why, you know, when you're doing a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of your time is, is spoken for, then it's really hard to prioritize some of these tasks that you want to get done. And that's why we procrastinate. I see this happen all the time in my programs. People want, like I said, they want good health, but they haven't learned how to prioritize their health, which I think is really interesting because if they took the time out of doing all these things that they would actually, and, and, and started feeling better, started fueling their body well, starting resting well, starting managing their stress well, they would actually have more energy, and be way more productive, but they're so in this cycle, they can't even see it. And so they keep doing the same thing that's comfortable instead of saying, okay, maybe I'll actually try some of the things you're asking me to try and see, and see if I can actually create some boundaries around this. And sometimes, and I was this person, we think that it has to be us to do everything. And really, if that's you, Um, that's about your ego. You know, maybe we need to train somebody to do some of these tasks and allow them to step into becoming the people they're intended to be. Um, and then what, man, what a team you build with that. If you have people who can do some of the things you're able to do, you can delegate that, feel comfortable with that. Um, and which frees you up then to grow into something else, but it starts with stopping procrastinating. Okay. And so I just want you to think about this um, and see those areas. Where are you procrastinating? You know, especially around food and and health, uh, we procrastinate about exercising. We procrastinate about changing our food habits because we like them. (laughs) We have habits because we like those habits. And so it does take work to change them. And I see so many people I work with, they're, they're doing the work and, and it's, it, it is challenging at times. But what they, what I keep telling them is it, it's not, I, I never said it was going to be easy, but I will tell you it's going to be worth it. So getting started is, is really the first step. And it starts with looking at how you're procrastinating. So hopefully these helps, these tips will really help you um, start looking at that in, in what areas do you procrastinate? You know, what areas is that, um, and and why? More importantly, why is that? And it's like, oh, I don't have time. Okay, why? Why don't you have time? Well, I run a business and I have a family and I I I, ha- I have to you know do all these things for these other people. I take care of my parents and it's like, okay, I understand that and. Why is that? Are those a priority over your health? And, you know, start asking yourself these questions. No one else will do it. Well, okay. Is that true? Or is that you keep telling yourself? Um, You know, often I'll hear people can't move forward with the program because they, they want it, but it's finances. And what I know is that, when it becomes a top priority, you, you know, people will find the way to invest in their health. And I know this to be true because it was true for myself. It was true for myself. When I got tired of just taking the medication and I got tired of not getting the results and I got, I was just tired of missing my life and not living a level 10 life, I was like, I am willing to invest any amount of money if I had to pay for it the rest of my life for $20 a month, I'm going to invest in it because I want to feel better. Okay, I want to feel better. And that's when you really realize that it's become a priority. Okay, so look at your procrastination. Sometimes it's hard to look at it, but that's the first step. Okay, everyone, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast. Since morning habits are the easiest to build, that's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.